Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And I guess I can say that uh, hmm, pretty much the 100 days of summer are pretty much over now that majority if not all students are kind of really going back into school. So for me, it, I can honestly say that it has been a rough, rough, rough 100 days of summer. Without a question, it seems to be worse than it has been in the past. But that's everybody's has different opinions, but this is what I believe. Again, I'm Howard Drescher, the creator DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, on Facebook, DistractedDB. And of course, you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Oh, also, we are on Amazon, so you can just type in DistractedDB on that one. Okay, so last week... Uh, we had a couple of different stories, and unfortunately, I went ahead and deleted the folder that they were in, and so I don't have uh, the uh, stories from the previous week. So we're just going to kind of move on to the stories that we have um, today. And, you know, usually I take and record these podcast shows like the night before I get ready to post them. Unfortunately, I had to wake up a little bit earlier today and to do the show. I'm beginning to think that that's really not a good idea. My thoughts are not really with me. Uh, just waking up, you know, taking a quick brief shower, uh, kind of having a little bit of coffee, kind of getting my thoughts together. Plus, I still have to get ready for work and everything. So, um, yeah, I think maybe I should go back to doing these like the night before. Usually, I take and record them around 8 p.m., uh, you know, here in California. So, I think I have to go back to that because, quite honestly, my thoughts just really are not with me. But I do have some stories here, two of them really, for today's episode. And first off, I do want to thank everybody who downloads and listens to these 
podcast shows. I know that maybe there's only a handful of people that are actually listening to them. Um, but to me, just getting the message out there about distracted driving. And really, I want to focus more on if you're in a leadership role, more like as an adult in a leadership role for what you are doing when you're dealing with kids. <sighs> that's where it comes from. That's what it's about. If you are a leader and you are supposed to be having kids under your wing as far as you are supposed to be taking care of them, you have the responsibility of getting them to school. You have them, you know, you have them as a responsibility at a summer camp. I think it's important that for the majority of the deals here, you kind of really need to pay attention to the kids in itself and not think about yourself. And what I mean by that is I don't think it's important that you suck down a bunch of alcohol while you are having the kids under your wing. Uh, today I got a story like that. And it's the second story of the day, but it really disturbs me that um, this this kind of happens. But another story, which is the first story for today, how many chances does one person get? How many chances does one person get when they have been convicted of three now, this is going to be the fourth DWI or DUI. Each state calls it different. Driving while impaired, you know, uh, which is kind of a loose term for DUI. I think, and this is why I'm advocating for more and harsher, stricter levels of punishment. Because here you are. Here you are really a young guy or a young gal and you end up getting arrested three different times say a couple years apart 2016 2019 and then 2021 and then somehow you end up getting paroled a little bit earlier off of that last one and within hours within hours you end up getting drunk and you end up driving and you end up killing a 14-year-old boy. Now, how would you like to be the person that let that guy out of jail a little bit early? How in the hell do you think you're going to feel? Well, I hope you feel like crap. And quite honestly, for all three of these, the guy should have never been out of jail. There would be a 14-year-old boy still alive today. And it really disturbs me when I hear about people getting out of jail and they have four or five convictions, either DUI or DWI, or driving under some kind of influence, and you end up destroying somebody else's family. And probably part of your own family, because you're probably your brothers or sisters, if you have any, your mother and father, 
probably like devastated that you're the one that ended up killing somebody. It's basically behind the wheel, which you have been convicted before. You have been convicted at least three or four times, if not more. And you shouldn't be doing that. It's like the little kid going into the cookie jar. Right? Your mother catches you once or twice, you get your hand slapped a little bit, right? You're not supposed to have the cookies and stuff until after dinner. You don't want to ruin your dinner. And yet, this kind of stuff happens. But this is bigger than a cookie jar. This is dealing with real life. And now, this is a loss of life. When are we actually going to learn? When are we going to actually start doing the right thing? This guy doesn't deserve, and I don't care what anybody tells me, this guy doesn't deserve any rights as far as, hey, you know, he needs to be lenient. You know, let him out of jail. No, screw that. That young 14-year-old boy is not going to come back alive. And it was just like the DUI guy. The DUI, or uh, I'm sorry, it was about the um, guy that was in the moving van that ended up killing the little boy in the bicycle in the apartment last week that we talked about. That guy doesn't deserve a break. He hit the kid, went back and looked to see if the boy was okay, and then he got in the vehicle and took off. And the boy lied there dying. Never called for help. If he would have probably called for help, called the authorities, it could have been that, oh, the boy ran into him. I don't know. It depends on how the investigation goes, but you probably wouldn't be facing a felony hit and run now. It just, it just bothers me that things like this still continue to happen over and over and over again. It just is a nuisance and... We just got to really kind of stop it. We have to really, really stop it. The authorities, you have to utilize what you have as far as the law. This guy that we're going to talk about a little bit later today should not have been, should not have been out of jail. And it really disturbs me. And it should disturb you and make you think the guy to the left of you, the guy to the right of you as you're driving down the road, is he a little tipsy? Did he head? Did he go to the bar? Did he have a bad day and go ahead and get a couple of drinks on his way home? Because it only takes a second, a blink of an eye, as Gina says in the opening, it takes a blink of an eye just to destroy somebody's life, not to mention your own. And how many lives have we seen? If you go to YouTube and just look at how many people have been arrested for DUI, you'll see story after story after story. You'll see videos after videos after videos. It just really is so that it is just so disturbing that it it's like who in the heck is keeping you know in charge of the hen house? We're supposed to be responsible adults. Once you get to a certain age, you're supposed to grow up. You're supposed to do the right thing. Drinking and driving is not the right thing. Taking drugs is not the right thing. So you just got to have to go ahead and take a look at that. And just see what I'm talking about. It just, it just gets you crazy 
that this kind of stuff still continues to happen over and over and over again. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I appreciate everybody listening to me. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I guess if you say that. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. And again, you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, Facebook, DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, so earlier today, I was talking about a couple of different incidences or a couple of different stories that we're going to be talking about right now in the second half of the show. So this story comes from ABC 13 Houston, and I appreciate them for allowing me to do the sound. But here's a young man who was suspected of a drunk driving charge in Galveston, which caused a deadly, which ended up in a deadly crash of a 14-year-old boy. And this guy had a rap sheet three DUIs uh, convictions earlier, 2016, in April of 2016, September of 2019, and January of 2021. And here it is, 2022. He was supposed to be spending three years in jail, three years in jail during this 2021 conviction. And here it is, 2022, in August. So he spent a year and a half, and he got an early release. Well, congratulations to the person who in the hell decided that, because you just killed a boy. You just killed a boy. Even though that he was the one that was driving, got drunk and driving, and ended up hitting him, 
who in the hell made the damn decision to let this guy out early? Mm. Wrong decision. And again, I appreciate uh, ABC 13 Houston for allowing me to use the sound. Just hours after being paroled for his third DWI conviction, a man allegedly got behind the wheel drunk again. And this time, police say he caused a crash that killed a 14-year-old boy in Galveston. ABC 13's Brooke Taylor has more on what we know about the suspect's past and the young victim who lost his life. According to these records, he was serving a three-year sentence, so he would have been in jail until 2024, but he was eligible for parole on Friday. He made it, and he was let out early. Heartbroken family members consoling each other, grieving the loss of Mason Nelson, who was just 14 years old. He's kind of a goofy kid, not just sweet, and just wanted to make everyone smile. You know, he's just kind of like the guy that no one could not like because he's just so sweet. Vincent Lorfis was Mason's Little League baseball coach. He saw him the night before. Galveston police say Mason was in a Jeep with four others when a Toyota SUV slammed into them. Surveillance footage from a neighbor captures just how fast that SUV was going. The impact so strong, neighbors ran to help. Bam, real loud way to him, bad. No, no, no tires, really, just, mm -hmm. just a, a loud crash. Galveston police arrested the driver, 28-year-old Keith Brazier, now charged with murder. Police believe Brazier was drinking and driving, and if that's the case, it wouldn't be the first time. Records show he was convicted of DWI in April of 2016 and September of 2019. Most recently, in January 2021, he was serving a three-year sentence at the TDCJ. But on Friday, he got out on parole. Now he's accused of killing a 14-year-old the same day of his early release. Razor's bond has been set at $500,000. As a memorial grows, loved ones and community members can't help but think this deadly crash was avoidable. What's the, what's the system? You know, I don't understand the system. I mean, I don't understand it. You know, they, they're in there for a reason. Four others were taken to the hospital. At least one person is in critical condition. I have reached out to the TDCJ to get comment from them, but we have not heard back so far. In the newsroom, I'm Brooke Taylor, ABC 13 Eyewitness News. All right, and I appreciate that from uh, ABC 13. Early release on a three-year prison sentence for something that he's done three times now. Now, this is the fourth. And the fourth one is the one that ended up killing a young little boy. Why? Why does this stuff still continue to happen day in and day out? We all know what's supposed to be right and wrong. And yet, this still continues to happen. And for the life of me, I have no idea why it still continues to happen. But yet, it still does. And the law enforcement agencies are trying to do their job and get these guys off the street and these young gals off the street. But yet, the judicial system grants them early release. I just don't understand that. And maybe somebody has to IM me or DM me and let me know, like, hey, this is how this... I need to talk to a lawyer. I need to talk to a lawyer. I know I got to get somebody on the line that, that deals with this kind of stuff because apparently something's not right, and I just don't get it. If the guy has got a rap sheet, 
that long? Why are we still continuing to do crazy stuff like this? Quite honestly, honestly, I don't know. And I'm hoping I'm going to have to reach out to a lawyer. That's the only thing I can honestly tell you the truth. That's all I can do. All right. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher. Early morning for me, getting up early to record this show. Not, I mean, not a great idea. I would have had more energy at night if I did it. Just waking up and doing it. Ah, I didn't have a coffee yet. All right, we'll be back right after this. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about going for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car. kill someone. Hey, there's no way you can hide it. If you drive drunk, they're gonna find you. So stop kidding yourself. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? Sir, have you been drinking this evening? Sir, have you been drinking tonight? They will catch you and arrest you. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. And, of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and now Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB, and you can get all the archive shows there as long as, and as well as this one, I should say. All right, so if you're an authority figure taking care of kids, you got kids under your wing, and you decide to drink and drive with them, say, in a school bus, yeah, not such a smart decision. And I think the school should have vetted you guys a little bit more and figured out, do you have a drinking problem? Have you been arrested before for DUI? Have you done this in the prior past? And I feel that I've done a story before about this incident or another incident like this, but I feel like it was in the same state. I can't really say that for sure, but we're going to find out. I'm going to go back and do some research. But in Georgia, a school bus driver was arrested for DUI while kids were in his custody on the bus. He crashed into a ditch. And the story comes from Fox 5 in Atlanta, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Now to a disturbing story unfolding out of Pickens County. A county school bus ended up in a ditch Friday afternoon with students on board. A short time later, the man behind the wheel was busted for driving drunk. He's now facing more than 40 charges this morning. And as Good Day's Tyler Fingert explains, parents feel that their trust was violated. 
The allegations are quite shocking. The bus driver, Jeffrey Tucker, is facing a laundry list of charges after authorities say he drove a school bus drunk. We came here to the county transportation office to get answers. Two people were inside. One person answered the door. But when I told them who I was, they said they had no comment and then slammed that door. All of this as parents work to get answers themselves about how this could have happened. Shock and disbelief for mom Chelsea Medley. Her first grade son was on a Pickens County school bus Friday driven by this man, 59-year-old Jeffrey Tucker, a man police now say was driving drunk. You never expected something like this to happen. Never in a million years. Minutes after her son was dropped off, this. The bus ended up in a ditch on Fortner Road. Luckily, the students on the bus weren't seriously hurt. The bus is barely on two wheels. And had that been anywhere else on this mountain, they would have toppled over and hurt every single one of those kids. The scary situation has parents fired up. Several moms told Fox 5 News off camera that the district failed them. One mom who didn't want to be identified said she had three kids on the bus. When they got home, one of them told her the bus driver smelled like booze. She believes she's the reason Tucker got busted. We called 911 and reported that he smelt like alcohol and they said they would go back to do a breathalyzer test on him. Pickens County Schools and investigators say no students were hurt. Parents dispute that. One mom told us her son has a minor concussion. Besides physical injuries, other parents are now worried about psychological ones. Both of the little girls got home. They were crying. Um, this morning, one woke up and said she's still shaking. Medley says her son will not ride the bus again. He's probably going to be doing after school for now on, just because I don't trust Pickens County to Mom, make sure that the school. bus drivers are safe to be with. The school district says Tucker is facing a number of charges, including DUI and 40 counts of reckless conduct. Pickens County has not said whether Tucker still has a job. In Jasper, Tyler Fingert, Fox 5 News. And I want to thank Fox 5 Atlanta for allowing me to use the sound. They are not sure if he's still going to have a job. Are you freaking kidding me? You have got to be kidding me. He should be the fast track right off into the unemployment line. Fast track him. Stamp him, send him on his way, and just let him go. You don't want anything to do with this bad apple. This guy is a bad apple and does not deserve to be a school bus driver. There is no way in hell that that should ever happen. And to say that the kids were not hurt, they're traumatized. A lot of them are traumatized. The guy, the young boy's got a concussion. How can they say he's not hurt? The school districts have got to start vetting their our bus drivers a little bit better than what they're doing right now. But anyways, this is not a good situation for, you know, the end of uh, the 100 days of summer and not good for the starting of school years, for the school year. Because now you sit back and you look, okay, every school bus driver, what's going on? What's happening here? Uh, yeah, let's take a look at them. And maybe they all need to have breathalyzer tests before and after. Maybe they need to do that because they're, and don't give me anything about their freaking rights. What about the rights of those kids? Those kids have rights. They should actually be doing something to protect the kids, not let this kind of malicious stuff happen to them. Those kids don't deserve to be on a school bus with a drunk uh, bus driver who ends up crashing 
And like they indicated, what happens if it was a little bit up the road or a little bit back from the road and they would have fell off the cliff and it would have been down, rolled down the mountain? Probably nobody would ever known that the bus even rolled off. But it just happened to be where it was at. And I saw the video. It, it, it was actually a tree or two that's holding them up. It's just so disturbing that this kind of stuff happens and it just still continues to happen. Quite honestly, I don't even know how, how that can even be justified that, oh, they're okay, uh, the kids were okay. No, they're not. They're not okay. I don't care what anybody says. They're not okay. Trust me. They, it, this stuff traumatizes those kids. And then, you know, you know, kudos to the, to the kids and the mom that kind of dimed out, you know, letting the law enforcement knows, know exactly what was happening. Then they went back and did the DUI, at, um, you know, breathalyzer on him. And yeah, yeah, he got popped. And that's the problem. Oh, he got popped. Okay, now what? Now you're not sure if he's still going to be a bus driver? Oh, my God. Tell you what, if, if that guy was in my school district, uh-uh, no way. Mm -mm. There's no way that, that that kid would be, uh, that bus driver would be driving his kids around anymore. You know, maybe put the principal on the bus and make sure he's okay. You want to be a superintendent of the school. You want to be able to ensure that those kids are safe. Maybe just put this principal on the bus and then that way, that can help them out. Okay, maybe that would work. I don't know. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. i got to reach out to a couple of different lawyers to find out exactly what kind of craziness is going on in the world here. All right, remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Don't let anyone take the sands of time within your own hourglass. Until the next podcast show, please be safe.